0: Wish chapter 12. Me and Howard waited and waited, but Wishbone never showed up. Gus had come outside a couple of times and sat with us, chewing on a toothpick and stroking the black, scrawny black cat curled up in his lap. Every now and then Bertha would stick her head out of the front door and call out, "Catch him yet?" We'd put our fingers to our lips and shush her, and she'd slap her hand over her mouth and go, "Oops, sorry." When the sun began to disappear behind the mountains and the lightning bugs twinkled out in the garden, Gus stood up in that slow way of his and said, "'Want me to drive you home, Howard?' "'No, sir,' Howard said. "'I'll walk.' I wondered if Gus was thinking what I was, that it was liable to take him all night to get home with that up-down walk of his. But Gus just scratched his head and said, "'All righty, then,' and ambled off toward the house. "'See ya.' Howard said, and headed up the driveway toward the road. I sat there by that trap, and I looked over at Gus and Bertha's little house nestled on the side of the mountain. How come Bertha hadn't told me Mama had been here? Had Mama liked it here? Had she picked pole beans out in the garden with Gus? Had she helped Bertha make bread and butter pickles? Had Mama sat on the porch at night, gazing up at Pegasus? Had she slept in that room with those canning jars? Finally, I got up and went inside. I looked around the living room at Gus's old easy chair, the dusty table covered with magazines and coffee cups, the TV with a bowl of plastic fruit on top. Had Mama sat in that chair? Propped her feet on that table while she watched soap operas on that TV? I could hear Gus and Bertha out on the porch talking. Every now and then, Bertha's laughter danced through the screen door. Finally, I went out there and sat in the lawn chair next to them. Light from the kitchen sent a soft, soft glow over the porch. I took a deep breath and said, So, Mama came here one time, right? The two of them looked at each other. Gus cleared his throat and shifted in his seat. Bertha reached over and put her hand on my arm. Yes, she did, she said. Oh. I watched one of the cats swatting a moth that was flitting around the porch. When? A long time ago, Bertha said. But when? When you were just a baby, she said. So I came too? From somewhere down in the woods, a bullfrog croaked, sending an echo across the mountains. Below us, crickets chirped in the tangled weeds under the porch. Bertha gave me a sad-eyed look. No, she said. You didn't come. Well, what about Jackie? Did she come? I asked. No, Jackie didn't come either. But where were me and Jackie? I asked. And Scrappy, what about him? Bertha leaned over closer to me. She smelled like talcum powder. Charlie, she said, your mama came here and left you and Jackie and Scrappy behind. She showed up on my doorstep in the middle of the night with a garbage bag full of clothes. Did she just come home for a visit? I asked. But in my heart... I already knew the answer to that question. No, Charlie, Bertha said. She just up and left y'all without looking back. Bertha's voice suddenly had an edge to it, sharp and angry sounding. I wouldn't have ever guessed Bertha could sound so angry like that. Oh, I said. Bertha continued, her voice getting sharper and angrier. When I asked her what in the world she was doing running off like that, she looked me right in the eye and she said, I'm tired of my old life. I'm starting a new one. A flash of heat lightning lit up the sky over the mountains, and there was a low rumble of thunder. Then what happened, I asked. Bertha let out a big sigh. Well, her new life didn't last too long. How long? A couple of months. But what happened? I told her what I thought about her new life, and I reckoned she didn't like it. "'She didn't want to hear what I had to say. "'She didn't want to hear what I thought about a mama "'who up and leaves her children behind. "'She stormed out of here like a freight train "'and hightailed it back to her old life, "'and I haven't seen her since.' "'Another rumble of thunder echoed across the valley below us. "'I tried to call, but she wouldn't even talk to me,' "'Bertha said. "'I sent you and Jackie cards and gifts, "'but she sent them right back, "'and after a while, I gave up. "'She patted me on my knee. "'I'm sorry to tell you these things, Charlie.' I shrugged like it was no big deal, but my quivering chin must have given me away. Bertha knelt in front of me and took both my hands in hers and said, Your mama loves you very much, Charlie, but sometimes she just loses her way. Loses her way, I thought. I'd be happy to draw her a map to show her the way back to being my mama again. I stared out into the dark woods below us and sent my laser thoughts zipping through the trees and over the creek and down into the streets of town to wherever Wishbone was. I wanted him to know how much I needed him and what a great life he would have with me, and I didn't even care one bit if Mama had a hissy fit about him. I wonder if Wishbone will come get that food in the trap tonight, I said. He'd be a darn full dog if he didn't, Gus answered, and something tells me that dog is no fool, Butterbean. This time, when he called me Butterbean, Instead of feeling like a baby, I felt a tiny smile tugging at the corners of my mouth, even though my insides were twisted up, knowing my mama had just up and left me like that. Then I said goodnight and went back to my room. I sat by the window and I watched the heat lightning. Where was Wishbone? Was he chasing somebody's chickens? Fighting with that little black dog down by the trailers? Or maybe he was out there in that trap this very minute eating tuna noodle casserole. I climbed into bed and thought about Mama. What was her new life supposed to be? Was she going to stay here in Colby forever? Was she going to be a schoolteacher or a librarian or maybe open a beauty parlor down there on Black Mountain Road? Was she going to find a new husband who didn't fight so much? Was she going to have kids, new kids, and give them cake with pink and purple flowers when they got home from school? But what was the use of thinking about that? She had gone back to her old life. And there she is, and here I am, with my family all broken and scattered every which way. Outside, the rain had started, slow and soft at first, and then faster and louder. The wind picked up and blew cool and damp through the screen. Suddenly, I sat up, my heart pounding. I hadn't made my wish today. My mind raced, thinking about my list of things to wish on. Oh, it's too late for stars. There's no ladybugs in here. There's no four-leaf clovers or pennies or dandelions. And then I couldn't believe what happened next. From far off in the trees outside the window came the song of a mockingbird. Hearing a bird sing in the rain is on my list of things to make a wish off. So I closed my eyes and I made my wish.